So what is your guess as the number one health issue in the United States today? Do you have any idea? I'm going to give you some statistics and some people might be really surprised. Other people go, I figured so. And other people are going to go, no, that can't be true. The number one, I want to tell you this before I give you the stats. The number one health issue in the United States of America is predominantly avoidable. The number one health issue that this country is facing is basically avoidable. And we need to make some changes. Hey, you're tuned into the most positive podcast in the world, David Essel Alive, right here on buzzsprout.com. Just go to buzzsprout.com, Google David Essel. You'll find our podcast there, thousands of hours of interviews when I was with SiriusXM, as well as all these brand new short ones. Go to talkdavid.com if I can help you at all. According to Harvard Medical School, now this is just one statistic, over 70% of Americans are obese or overweight. Then in another study done by the Washington Group, they found that 75 to 85% of Americans are overweight or obese. In our clinical practice, for the past easily 10 to 15 years, we've seen it rise and rise and rise. And the most recent increase in obesity and people struggling with weight has occurred since the pandemic. Now we can blame the pandemic, but that's not the reason. We can blame genetics, that's not the reason. As a matter of fact, they've still never found a gene, complete singular gene from the last studies that I've done with obesity or overweight. There's genetic codes that if a person has certain genes put together in a certain formula that it could lead to obesity. University of Florida study a number of years ago said 10% of obesity has something to do with genetics, only 10%. So we have all these statistics, you know, in our practice, as I mentioned before, we're seeing 80% easy of the United States of America struggling with weight. We're seeing more and more people on high blood pressure medication, cholesterol medication, high sugar medication. We're seeing more people with less physical movement, less activity. We're seeing more people binge eating. If you look at the number of individuals that contact us on a weekly basis that are struggling with food, 99% of these people are struggling at night with binge eating. Now, what is that called? Emotional eating, right? Well, the world is filled with tough emotion. If you're watching the news, if you're involved with social media, that will increase your desire to escape reality through emotional eating. Sugar, salt, white flour, fat, these are powerful, powerful drugs that can numb anxiety, numb depression, numb PTSD, numb insecurity, numb all kinds of emotions until that drug, sugar, salt, white flour, or fat wears off. And then those emotions come back like the banshees. You know, we need to take a look at this really seriously. We can't blame McDonald's because of super-sized food. We can't blame anyone. We really can't. There's nothing and no one to blame. You can't sit on genetics. You can't say that someone's forcing you to overeat or forcing you to eat junk food. You know, this is a completely reversible, just about completely reversible condition that our country is struggling with. And let's think about this. The number of children completely inactive, the number of gym classes in schools taken away, the number of adults that have used all kinds of excuses as why we don't have the time to exercise, why we don't have the time to eat healthy, it must change. 
We have a powerful weight loss program at our website. Go to talkdavid.com. We work with people from all over the world. We don't mess around. We know there is not one perfect diet for everyone. The keto diet will work for some people. Intermittent fasting will work for others. There's all kinds of diets out there, but there's nothing that will work for everyone. It's got to be a combination of changing our habits with food. But the real problem is back here in the subconscious mind. We have fed it over the years that we deserve this at night to relax. We deserve these snacks because we work hard. We deserve these foods because life is extremely stressful. So we use these justifications as a reason why emotional eating has taken over as one of the largest addictions in the world, but we can alter that. Go to talkdavid.com. First of all, there's four free books on personal growth there, but we're going to teach you some of the most important components on how do you turn the subconscious mind that we have fed the pattern that at eight o'clock to 10 o'clock at night we eat. How do we change the subconscious mind that says, you know, I'm not going to eat until four o'clock and then at four o'clock we eat Snickers bars and all kinds of crap because we haven't eaten all day. How do we change the subconscious mind to get more engaged with physical movement? How do we change? It's all in the subconscious mind and that's where we do our work from. Yes, we're going to give you great ideas on how to eat clean. Yes, we're going to give you great ideas on how to sneak in exercise when you don't think you have the time. We've got a ton of tools, but the number one tool we're going to do is change the beliefs in the subconscious. And once we do that, losing weight becomes easier. Keeping it off becomes easier. And you're going to feel so much better about yourself. Self-love or self-esteem increases. Self-confidence increases emotional regulation increases. If I can help you at all, huge percentage of people need this help. Contact me at talkdavid.com. Let's work together. We can make a difference and I'm ready to help. I'm David Essel. Have a beautiful day.